Here at the third space, everybody has a thing. My thing's dinosaurs. Here's a T-Rex. Well, but my thing's dinosaurs. Here's a brontosaurus. something no 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 you can start this time i think i start a lot of times i start a lot of times too i think we both start a lot of times we have done 98 of these yeah there's only two of us no one else can start the other time exactly it can only be one of the two of us so who started this time well i guess technically i started this time you did i started you said do you want to say something yeah which cut which sort of meant that i started trying to get you to start that's right is this a new like contest where we just try and get the other person to start well <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Noted. And there's a prize, a draw, if you will, at the end at of the, the end week. Of it. For us. For, just for between the two of us. <laughs> between the two of us. We do a draw. One of us The winner the doesn't get punched. Okay. Yeah. I Okay. Does the other person punch the other person? Nope. Okay. So the winner will not get punched by a unnamed third party. That's right. An unnamed and unknown third party. Yeah, because once you win, you get to choose who's going to do the punching. <laughs> And legally, they have to do it. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, we have this competition. You have to punch Kevin. <laughs> Who's Kevin? I don't know, but you got to find him and punch him by the end of the week. <laughs> like a specific Kevin? I mean, I just start hitting Kevins until you get him. He'll yeah, tell you. He'll tell you. He'll know. <laughs> ah, you got me. See, that is like a game for them. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> we're spreading the joy of games uh, and, and paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once a week, every Kevin and Jeremy in the world have to be careful. Yeah. Because someone will be coming around. And That's what you get for us. sharing a name with us. It really is your mistake. Yeah, it's your yeah. mistake. I mean, it's your parents' mistake. No, really. no, it's theirs. It's their mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's your mistake. Yeah. Take, internalize this blame, people. I mean, it'd make you more Christian. If there's one thing I know about Christianity, it's that you feel guilty. <laughs> Well, they externalize blame. I think I think Catholicism is more internalizing blame. Yeah, okay. Catholicism. Yeah. Catholicism. <laughs> Catholicism. Catholicism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Speaking of religion, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> We've returned to this, our first ongoing series. Yeah. At our church. At our church. Our church of superpowers. Is and it's and another, showdowns. It's another superpower showdown. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get... Uh, you didn't do, but what happens in the superpower showdown is that one of us will pick a superpower and we'll talk about it for a while. The other person will pick a superpower. We'll talk about it for a while. We'll make worlds based on them. And then we'll make the worlds kiss and then we'll make them fight. <laughs> I don't like when we do it in that order. <laughs> like, when, it's fine when we make them fight and then kiss because I make up. But when you make them kiss and then fight, it'd be like, yes, you will learn to love each other. Then you must kill each other. That's right. For there can only be one in the Thunderdome, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter. One man leaves. Yeah, that's, uh, that. That is the, that is the rules we abide by here yeah. in Canada. <laughs> here in the Thunderdome that is Canada. Here, yeah, here in Canada's Thunderdome. Yeah, that's yeah. why we have our punching rule. 
yeah. game because that's how we get around killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, usually the way you get around it is that if two people ent- enter a building, only one person can leave that building. Yeah. The other person then lives there. That's right. Oh, right. And we record at your house. Yeah. All yeah, right. So two men enter. One man one leaves. One man leaves. That's yeah. why I step outside and we step inside together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Really, is just a whole a whole bureaucracy to avoid killing everybody. In yeah, Canada. yeah, yeah. It's very complex. That's the truth of Canada. Uh, make sure you read up on the PDF file on Canada's immigration website if you're planning on moving here. <laughs> that we've emailed all of you. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's in our terms of service. Yeah, uh, Canada's yeah. terms of service. That's <laughs> good. The third space terms of service. No, I like it better if it's Canada's. Yeah. <laughs> just, just when you first learn about Canada, you automatically accept the terms of service. That's right. You, when you sign your name, you're agreeing. It's in the fine print. Yeah. When you uh, sign your name anywhere. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's do our superpowers. What is your superpower? Uh, my superpower for this week, Kevin, is deep sea physiology. Ah, good. The terrifying place of the world. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We've done a lot of land-based stuff. We haven't done a lot of water-based stuff. Well, that's on purpose, Jeremy, because I hate the ocean. <laughs> well, the ocean is very nice. No, it's not, Jeremy. Well, the, sha- mo- the shallows are. The shallows are fine. They're fine. They're fine. Things get into the shallows. There's like crustaceans in the shallows. They yeah. come at your toes. Yep. And jellyfish. And jellyfish. Yeah. They come for your dick. And also whales. <laughs> they should not be in the shallows. Look, Jeremy, that's a perfect example of how terrible the ocean is. All whales try to do is get out of it. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, this place is screwed up. And then we try to push it back in, and they're like, no! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how it goes. <laughs> Don't you know what's in there? <laughs> There's anglerfish! <laughs> There's terrifying things. Um, <laughs> they don't have... Some of these things don't have, like, what things should have. Okay, Jellyfish well, don't have brains. Well, I agree yeah. that there's a lot of terrifying stuff in the ocean, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's an interesting power if people... <laughs> Uh, have the ability to one breathe underwater, okay. and two don't have ways of dealing with the immense pressure. <laughs> now, I don't think this means that like we can go all the way down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench where there's a black hole connecting a different dimension. Yeah, but they, yeah, you read my fanfic. Yeah, on the Marianas <laughs> Trench. Yeah, also also, also my fanfic about Marianas Trench. Yeah, that's the, they're the protagonists. <laughs> yeah. of the story, the band, uh, long time listeners, Marianas Trench. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joshua uh, Ramsey. He's a good singer, actually. Yeah, I like their stuff. Yeah, they're, um, they're a fine band. Yeah, we're yeah. not making fun of them. We're just using their name in a reference to something else. Yeah, it's referential humor. We don't make fun of our longtime listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the question I have about this deep sea physiology: yeah. Does this mean that, like, if you have usually? Usually things that live in the deep sea just can't survive uh, any higher up because they'll, like, explode. I think we could – I think that humans can probably – I think amphibious is still possible. Okay. So so essentially humans are amphibious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but also, you know, they live on the ocean floor. Humans live on the ocean floor. I think floor. so. I think that's where they would because – I mean, no, that makes sense. If you, once again, if you have deep sea physiology, it means you're based on the deep sea. Yeah. Like you ha- you can work better in lower light. Yep. You don't need – it's the oxygen content in the water is lower down there, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can remember if, uh, I can remember if it was well, lower it, or I, higher. It, it can depend on the area of the ocean. I know it's real dark. It is real dark. Um, <laughs> you got to watch out for, God, anglerfish. I mean, I don't feel like anglerfish are the scariest thing down there. 
I I know, but they're the ones that come to my mind. It's the, the Star most. Wars rule, Kevin. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> there's angler fish and there's cuttlefish. And... I mean, actually, most of the stuff down there is pretty small. Yeah. Um. So I don't feel like there's a lot of actual competition for humans down there. <laughs> it's not about competition, Jeremy. It's about comfort. It's the comfort of the life you live in. Do you know why I really like living in Canada? Because we're cold enough that most of like the most worst bugs die. It's true. Like we don't really have to worry too much about like the real. I bad mean, that's bugs. true for most of the really poisonous things. Yeah, they die because it gets too cold. Yeah, we we're we're in a place that's inhospitable for bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We got little tiny spiders here yep. that hide in your house in the Well, there summer. are black widows. Yes, but... They're pretty few and far between. Yeah. And that, that's, that's because usually they're, they get too rambunctious and they're like, oh, I'm black widow. They get too all, all high up in their head. Then they go out in winter and they freeze to death. Yep. Because they're idiots. Because <laughs> they're spiders. Because they're spiders. <laughs> <laughs> and they know not to come to my house. Here's the thing: we don't need bugs that can ki- bugs and insects and arachnids that can kill us because the weather can kill us. Yes, no, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's it's still the difference still is a tundra. The difference is we have winter jackets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't have a bug jacket. You can't. The bug still gets on you. Yeah, I've seen evolution. They yeah. try to get in your jacket, but yeah. it's too late. They're already frozen. <laughs> it's, too, it's too late. Too late. Too late. They're already frozen. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think, like, if you think about the way humans settle, they would yeah. settle in the places that were most convenient for them. Yes. Right? So you're probably looking at the parts of the of the ocean where it is very rich. Yeah. Um, where light gets through. I'm betting well, that, I mean, I'm betting that somebody, that there'd be a city in the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, let's do this. What's it? We need to figure, you say just deep sea physiology. Yeah. There's a few things you have to come up with that. So we have a... Excellent low light vision. Excellent low light vision, which means the ability, which means the ability, which means not an ability, the necessity to stay where it's light is not entirely. No, but I think I think you still want some light, right? The thing with light is that it can be used to cultivate other things, right? Which, which brings us to my next point. Yeah. Um, deep sea physiology. Does that mean that we can just like consume plankton? I think, so. I think so. I think so. Maybe not plankton. Maybe it's algae. Maybe it's krill. Maybe it's... Oh, so we have um, baleen. Yeah, like, ma- like, I don't like know. Like whales do. I don't know. But <laughs> but clearly it would... I think probably it's something that's abundant. If there's anything... Right? I mean, I... humans on land eat everything, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So I'm guessing we just eat everything down there, too. <laughs> I'm. If there's anything that I know... Uh, from reading fiction, uh, it's that clearly humans won't just be one type of thing. They won't. No. Be, we won't just have baleen. No. You'll have the ones that'll have the terrifying angler mouth, which I do honestly feel like cannot be that effective for anything. Uh, good for spear and stuff. <laughs> and then it gets like in your tooth, and you're like, oh, "Come on, yeah." But on. unlike the anglerfish, we have hands. We could like spear <laughs> it and like, like take it off, like a moth. Yeah, you're dead now. Now I can eat you. Anglerfish reproduce by like killing each other yep yeah. i mean lots of things do that kevin yeah i know but for some reason it's creepier when it's angler fish okay because it feels like with an angler fish it's a choice you know what i just want like, you they to don't do? have to do it <laughs> they want to do you know it what i want you to do kevin whenever you think of angler fish i don't want you to think of an angler fish i want you to think of the pokemon lantern <laughs> lamprey no lantern <laughs> is it just called lantern yeah 
Chin Chow is the like base form of it, and then it evolves into Lantern. <laughs> I hate that. They just called it Lantern. Yep. It's like Sphiel. Yep. Which is a spherical seal. Yep. You I mean, that, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than Lantern. Yeah, but that's what I want you to think about. I want you to replace your terrifying image of, like, death sex anglers. <laughs> Just replace it with the Pokemon image. Yeah, there's also Cuttlefish. Yep. Going, like, whoomp, whoomp. Yep. And glowing red with, like, tentacle mouths. I mean, the thing is that the, the creatures that glow are probably very useful to deep Can sea we glow? humans. Maybe. Ah. Oh. Probably only parts of you. <laughs> okay, so we're eating... He said, raising an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, let's play a game. It's called Find My Dick. <laughs> wah, I, wah, wah. I see you're aroused today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can see it through your pants. Uh, a whole new <laughs> level that, of awkward in high school. Is, it, is that a uh, flashlight in your pants? Or are you, you just, just happy, happy to, to see me? me? <laughs> It's both. Oh, man. Um, I see that your genitals are glowing orange. Uh, you might want to get that looked at. <laughs> oh, great. So the color tells you what's going on down there. Maybe. He had green genitals. Oh, you know that means HPV. Yeah. You didn't do it with him, did you? Well, yeah, but we had uh, used a condom. <laughs> no, but I have green genitals. Yeah. Oh. We oh. found each other. <laughs> okay. That's very happy for the both of you. Um. This is doing some weird things with the progression of humanity because there's a there's a certain thing there's a certain way that humanity progressed yeah um which is not going to work so well if we are a deep sea yeah you, place. the thing is you can get everywhere there you're not like the continents are disjointed from each other for the most yeah part, like right? like you could like you don't have to worry about crossing the sea no if anything you have to worry more about crossing the land not because it's more dangerous or anything like that but because presumably you're not great with the sun. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, the pe- places people would try to cross, cross is like Panama, where yeah. you could go across, right? But th- that's the thing, is that there are inroads, right? There are rivers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw this image of just, like, humans, like, salmon jumping up a, I think a waterfall. Ac- I think, actually, like, developmentally, obviously, it's going to be different. Yeah. But I also think that long-distance, like, travel is a lot is is very difficult in the ocean yeah because uh the air is easy to move through yeah the water isn't but water has um stronger currents yeah like if you are able to you could glide in currents yeah you could you could do the dumb whale thing where you just sit in a current just go (laughs) yeah i mean watch out for whales if you do that (laughs) you're not gonna you're not gonna beat a whale in a collision contest i'm always aware that whales don't like eat people but yeah. I'm also where i was i never i'm never afraid of being eaten by a whale jeremy yeah i'm afraid of a whale accidentally consuming me <laughs> yeah. because they're so big Yeah, you were just hanging out with all your krill friends <laughs> kevin so dumb you're just hanging out with all your krill friends and then a whale came by and was like oh and you were like no <laughs> like, not even a, not even i don't even think on purpose i just think just like a whale floated along like the dumb ocean ball it is and just whales up, dumb ocean balls just opens up its mouth and you just slide in like a cave that's come to life to get you yeah monster ah. um <laughs> then, then then neither of you are happy nope <laughs> i can't do anything with this um <laughs> i know the story of jonah and pinocchio <laughs> um 
but what the thing is that outside of those currents and a few particularly rich places, yeah, um, the ocean is a desert, really. Well, I think we can assume that like there'll be different kinds of people. There'll be the ones who want to go real deep, like down to the Marianas Trench. And there's people who will be like, I want to stay in the shallows, and you'll have. Well, I I think the majority of people are actually settling in places where there isn't a lot of current. Yeah. But close to current. Well, yeah. Like current adjacent, right? Well, Jeremy, it's like how you how you settle next to a river, not on the river. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> on some sort of steamboat of love. <laughs> um, we, are, we are traveling minstrels on the steamboat of love. So what that means is that actually most of the time people are living pretty close to a coast. Yeah. Um, which it's kind of just a mirror of what our world is. Um, where, you, you, where you get like people living inland, yeah. right? But most people are living by a coast, and certainly sometimes you'll want to come to the land and hunt chicken. Yeah, I mean, c- coming on land for resources is useful. Yeah, it would be this. It'd be the same way how, how like um, you know, when you go to a coastal city, uh, you can get yourself like lobster or something like that. It'd be like, ooh, I went there and I got myself chicken. I guess wet chicken. Yeah, hey, yeah, chicken is chicken. Uh, <laughs> Take the chicken, dunk it in the water. Now you eat it. Already brined. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is salt water. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I think actually that changes most about human development is that unlike air, where pollution diffuses to become invisible, it would just stay in the ocean. Yes, but this is, this is something I wanted to bring up earlier. Um, a lot of the technology that we as humans have mm-hmm. and the way that it works cannot work underwater. No, it can't. Like we are like if we are a people that live underwater, we are not going to see the same amount of progression as we no, not the same kind of progression as we do. Yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think propulsion would still pro- like the wheel isn't important. Yeah, the wheel is not important. <laughs> no, the wheel Fire is not important. No, Jeremy, the wheel is important. But you know what is important? The fan. Yep. Yeah. No, the fan. Definitely. <laughs> you get one I think those, also like... also we probably get to jet propulsion a lot faster. Because it's more useful in a more viscous liquid. liquid. Than uh, propellers? Yeah. I mean, propellers are once again useful at the back. Yep. Yeah, like fans. Yep. You get, you get those... Um, those are just a bunch of spinning fans. You, you get those handheld, like, things that scuba divers have? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That's whatever. That, that is this world's equivalent of a scooter. Yeah, it's a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> it's your Vespa. Yeah, when you see that person, you're like... Oh, I guess we're. I guess we're, I guess the scooter people are out again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, the thing is also that, like, you don't have like anything with a wheel. Throw it out. <laughs> anything with a wheel, throw it out. Do it right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. You can you can live as an underwater person. Just throw anything with a wheel. Yep. Don't need it. No, you need things that are buoyant if you want to be able to like like for like carts, for example. You just yeah. want things that are pseudo buoyant. Yeah. You don't want them to go up to the surface, of course. That'd be no. That'd be annoying. But you want them to just be able to float just above the. Uh... Well, I think here's the thing: you don't need like dollies. <laughs> Things are lighter in the ocean, and but if you're amphibious and you can go on land, it means that you've got the muscle mass to deal with that. Are things lighter in the ocean? No, but they're easier to lift. <laughs> I don't think things. Are... I don't think Jeremy that I could like go down into the bottom of the sea and like you know. Pick up, I don't know, a sunken wreck and be like, look how light it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. 
Like, they're not, it's not that they're lighter than the ocean, is that the reason that things fall slower is not because there's ice, because there's more resistance. Yeah, 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 you're In right. fact, if anything, it's harder to move things underwater. Yeah. You, like, you... Yeah, like, so I guess you would need to use buoyancy. Yeah, you need, you want to use that, you want to use hydrodynamics. Yeah. You'd want, you, you have things based in a different way. Now, to be fair, it might actually be easier to, like, let things float to the surface and drag them from underwater. Yeah. Like, there's no other equivalent for that in our world. We yeah. don't put things slightly underwater and pull them, but we do put things on top of the water yep. and sail them down like rivers. Yeah. So it's the, it's the same thing, except for now it's the the air. You I mean, them... I do think eventually there would be boats. Yes. <laughs> Reverse boats. Yeah. But... <laughs> that are upside down. No, no. And they sail. No. Upon the... I don't, uh... think, I don't think it's like that. Jeremy, if there's one thing that I know about this world, it's that water, it truly is just the air of the ocean. You're not wrong. <laughs> but in this case, the boat would have to be on top. <laughs> I guess. But the, but the thing is, you could have, like, half of the... it could be They could behave more like icebergs, where there's, like, a bunch underneath and then some up top. <laughs> or, like, a really weird submarine. Yeah. Yeah. A, su- a wind-powered submarine. Wind-powered submarine, yeah. Yeah. Where the bottom is... Like, the, once again, hydrodynamics says that you have to have some very, like, sharp... Like, you can't just have, like, an iceberg is, or just a massive... No, it'd have to be very sharp. Yeah, yeah. You'll want... You Essentially, you're making a submarine with a, like, pontoon on top of it. Yeah, you're making, like, a swordfish you can climb in. Which which does tell me that A Hunt for Ride in October could still be made here. Yeah. Except for the fact that no film works under, underwater. Well, the thing is, they might come up with a different way. There's... Right? Because, like, there are different laws of light down there. You no, know, yeah, but there's also... But, like, the laws of chemistry and physics are still the same. Yeah. Like, essentially what we have to deal with is that this world that we're creating is going to be... Well, it's vastly different. Well, it's going to be, like... It, like DC's Atlantis, like, yeah. Like Atlantis is just a place where people swim around. Yep. Like it's very much like it's the you know the 1900s forever, and that's sort of and that's not bad. That's just how it's going to be. Well, I think they probably will advance beyond that. It's just hard to say how they would do that. Yeah. Like it's well, it's it's going to be. It's going to be way after because they essentially would have to progress like. They would have to progress further before they would care about that stuff. I mean, there's not going to be a combustion engine. No. Because the waste has nowhere to go. There's not going to be com- so, without the combustion engine, yeah. you're not going to get um, the advances in agriculture. You're not going to get the, the mechanization of agriculture, which means you're not going to be able to... I mean, to- you could still have gears. You could still have, um, like, windmills for currents and stuff. Yeah, but the... The thing about... Um, I guess turbines. Turbines would be the thing. Yeah, it would be turbines. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that like a lot of the mechanization of agriculture came from being able to have the combustion engine. Oh, yeah. And do massive amounts of agriculture at once. Yeah. So if the stuff that we're growing now is like underwater stuff, like if we, are if we with our deep sea physiology, eat kelp and eat seaweed... We eat kelp now, Kevin. We, we, we eat do those, eat kelp right now. Is kale things. from underwater? No. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> It feels like it might be an underwater thing. Um, I mean, I know we that, but like that would be like the main yeah. thing would be like kelp. Yeah. Like that would be our vegetables. Yeah, definitely. And, and all of our meat would be fish. Yeah. Uh, except for when we want to go into land to hunt the wi- <laughs> the wild and exotic chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hogs. Or except hogs. we're probably not hunting the wild and exotic chicken. We're probably hunting the wild and exotic seagull. <laughs> ah, yes. And they only come out to sea to die. Yeah. 
and you just snatch them out of the air. Nope, they don't. They don't usually fly that close. <laughs> yeah, but you, can humans leap out of the water like dolphins? No. Can? <laughs> well, what if they have one of those uh, scoot? Like, yeah, probably. Things? Probably. They probably like shoot out of the water, and then like a couple like wings shoot out, and they can glide for a bit. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly how it happened. Then they just grab a seagull. Yeah. Presumably with our physiology, ultimately we're a lot better with raw food. Yeah, probably. So, which means you just grab that Because you, it would be much harder to cook. It would be almost impossible to cook. Yeah. You'd have to go to those hot sea vents. Yeah, hot sea vents. Or, because I do think they would eventually make use of electricity. It would just have to be battery form. You wouldn't want, like... <laughs> You wouldn't want, like, wires going everywhere. In this world, Nikola, Tesla, and Edison just electrify themselves to death. Yeah. <laughs> and Salt ben- water is very conductive. <laughs> exactly. They're like, I wonder what happens if I... <laughs> but, like, like chemical batteries are probably very big. It's just the thing. Where just once, like, once you have a battery, you can charge it with a turbine. It's just a thing where it's just like, I wonder what this will do. And then <laughs> just a shot of above the ocean as just bodies float up. <laughs> Well, luckily, just, luckily just they're fish. probably not dealing with, like, millions of watts, Kevin. <laughs> but what about Benjamin Franklin and his uh, <laughs> kite? Not, not doing that. <laughs> it's probably not happening. Sometimes I like just imagining, like, even though this world will go in a completely different direction, something yeah. that happened in our world happening in this world. <laughs> for some reason, the image of just someone being like, what if I fly a kite and have it hit by lightning? And like, well, you're underwater. Here's the thing. I think, like, I think because... People learn very quickly what the wind is like Yes, around them, right? But they didn't really look into currents too much until much later. But, I mean, now... Right? Now, so, in, in this world, you know how the currents work, and you don't really know how the wind works. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of... um. What's he talking, talking about the actual deep-sea physiology of it? There's a yeah. lot of things... That, um in the deep sea that do a lot of stuff based off of electromagnetic signals. Yeah. Electromagnetism, like, bioluminosity. Yeah. Like uh, you, like you, you can travel and understand and move based off of like that thing. Like, like us, us as humans right now aren't great at parsing electromagnetic signals. No. Like we, like we feel them when they, when they, because we just feel them. Yeah. But they like, make us usually uncomfortable. Yeah. But if we have a deep sea physiology, that presumably means that we can also communicate through these electromagnetic signals. Probably. Which means that that will change the way that we like could do communication. You know, so. magnetism is actually probably a much more important fundamental force. Yeah. Because it works as efficiently through water as it does through air. Does it? I think so. I don't know enough, enough about magnetism. Yeah. But here's the thing. The... Can you use a combustion engine? No. no. Can you use a magnet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and, like, magnetism is something that people discovered fairly early on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's something I want to go – sort of also going off that as well. So, without the um, – let's go back a little bit. Going off the um, – uh, without the, like – Megalization of agriculture, mm-hmm. it means we are not going to have as many large cities. Like no, definitely talking, smaller settlements. Yeah, we're talking about like this is a world where like it's very, very small settlements. We aren't going to have. Or Atlanta. if you have something long, yeah, it's like in the Gulf of Mexico, and it's just all along that strip. Yeah, so it takes up a like there's no downtown central area. Yeah, it's just all these people living in this area. Yeah, because you can't like what what the what the mechanization of agriculture allowed us to do is it allowed 
to make massive amounts of food for massive amounts of people with less people farming. Yeah. Like, one one farmer could feed a whole lot more people. You're not going to be getting that in this world. I mean, eventually, I think we get there. I think it just takes longer, and we get there in a different way. Yes, but I. The, the, but that's my point. It will take longer. Yeah. Um, And if we were looking at, like, if we were looking through our uh, other world mirror, mm-hmm. and we were gazing through this world, at this time in our world, they would be still, like... It's weird to say like they'll still be back there. No, they'll be. They, it will. It, they'll their structure. Their city structure will be set up differently. They'll have smaller cities. Yep. Um, they actually might still be in the um, uh, the castle system because what a lot a lot of us would would help feudal. You mean feudal? Yeah, I mean like there's castles. Yeah. Um, what's what sort of made humanity move away from that is the advent of siege me- like mechanisms. Yeah, siege mechanisms which aren't as great underwater. But here's something I just thought of as I was saying that. You could just swim you could a also, little yeah. Also, walls aren't that great underwater. Nope. <laughs> you need to build a dome. You need Oh, domes. my God, Jeremy. That's why there's domes underwater. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> you can just swim right over it. Yeah, that's right. And they're not, they're not filled with air because they don't need air. No. <laughs> You're building, like, an underwater, I guess, like... Fortress. Fortress. You need a dome it. You do. You need a dome it or you need to be, like, hidden in the earth. Yeah, or camouflaged with coral or something. But the unfortunate thing is that, like, part of the point of a this castle... is the name of your next book, Kevin. All right. Camouflaged Cam- with coral. Yeah, uh, what a f- it's going to be a children's book about hiding in coral yeah. and getting all scratched up. Well, no, scratching up them bullies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's about a child who's learned to become one with the coral. That's right. You see, the coral does not attack him, but it does attack the The coral the is alive and is his friend. Uh, well, a coral is alive. It is. Yeah. I mean... Coral should be alive. Yeah, coral, <laughs> coral should be alive. Not Good all, job, world. Not always is alive. Yeah. Uh, well, but the, the point of castles is that you sort of want to know where they are. Yeah. So that so I guess I how would you build like fortifications? Fortifications are very important for like. I think I think the thing to remember is that while somebody could come and invade, yeah. They don't have a way of really quickly doing so until the advent of vehicles. Because there's no horses underwater. Yeah, I mean, you could lash yourself to a dolphin, but... <laughs> but the dolphin needs to go up to breathe every so Yeah, often. right? And then um, you get cooked by the sun. Yeah. Um, ah! I mean, it's not... You're not vampires, Kevin. <laughs> no, but once again, like, if you're underwater, you are made to absorb, like, vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> like more Jeremy I am a redheaded man who is very pale did you know that my body is made to absorb more vitamin D yeah because you're a mutant <laughs> yes uh, but, but Kevin I have to stop you there yeah because we're at the halfway point of our podcast oh whatever which means we have to stop talking about this do we yeah alright well if you want your turn I mean I would we just can't, we can't make my world kiss itself and then I, fight Kevin <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna finish up I was gonna finish okay. up by saying by saying that, like, so my body is made to absorb more vitamin D because it's the understanding that I will not get as much vitamin D. Yeah. As other people. So presumably their bodies are made to, like, re- all the nutrients you get from, from the sun, they are built to get it from less sun. Yeah. I think depending on where, like, they live in the ocean, that's sort of, like, their... I mean, you're also genetically engineered to be more wrinkly. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the people in the ocean? No, you. I am? Yeah. I never heard that. Because it's because your skin is 
so pale. I don't think I'm very wrinkly, though. You'll get there. I'll get there eventually. You'll get there. I know, I know that much like a Pokemon, I'm more resistant to electrical so- shocks. Yeah, yeah. What a weird human body I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, all, I'm, all human bodies are weird, Kevin. I'm... Le- I'm... <laughs> it's... <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just specifically thinking of, like, the stuff that, like, my human body does, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I'm less, res- I'm, I'm sorry, more resistant to electrical socks, to shocks, <laughs> electrical socks. I'm more resistant to electrical, electrical socks. I'm, I'm less susceptible to changes in temperature. Yep. I absorb more vitamin D off of less sun, and I get more wrinkly. And you have less, like, reaction to kinetic force in certain parts of your body? That is, that has nothing to do with the, with, like, my pigment and my hair color and that That's thing. true, but it's, it's entirely, that's entirely my, this is, that's me. <laughs> that's you. Me, myself. Yeah, Kevin the Mutant. Uh, <laughs> let's go to commercial. Okay. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Vinegar in all its shapes and forms. Tell me about vinegar. What can you do with vinegar? Well, vinegar is a very useful flavor additive. For instance, if you have malt vinegar, you could add it to your fries and fish. That's awesome. What else can you do with vinegar? Well, if you have dirty windows, you can use white vinegar to clean them off. Holy shit, that's fucking awesome. What else can you do with vinegar? Uh, if you're making a tomato sauce, you could put some red wine vinegar in there to help balance the acidity. Vinegar's crazy. I love vinegar. Give me some of some vinegar. Tell me about vinegar. Uh, okay. It's, um... The vinegar. Yeah. Brought to you by Vinegar. <laughs> All right, Kevin. I feel like we didn't, we weren't able to go super deep in my world because so much was different. Ah, we went very deep, though. We went deep sea physiology. Great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you gave up on your laugh halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I decided the joke wasn't that funny. Yeah. Uh, abort. Abort. Uh, <laughs> abort. The joke uh, isn't funny. Stop yeah. laughing at your own joke. Yeah. Um. But what is your power, Kevin? My power, uh, Jeremy. Yes, Kevin is uh psychometry or psychometry psychometry depending on what kind of human being you want i think it's psychometry it's psychometry (laughs) tell you right now it's psychometry well i guess we're different types of human beings yeah yeah i'm a correct human being and you're a wrong human being Mm. yeah (laughs) psychometry (laughs) so for people who don't know what psychometry is it's it's a uh it's a idea that people can touch an object and know where it's been and they'll they'll get feelings of his history. Yeah, uh, and they, those come in different ways. It's like you get a feeling, or you see. It depends on which like medium you see it in. Like sometimes in some like content. okay, so in this world, Kevin, yeah. are people seeing like images, sounds, sights, smells? I think it depends on the person. Okay, like much like how we humans like experience things in different ways sometimes. Mm-hmm. The person who, like, in this world, I think it's usually is, fe- is, like, just feelings that you sort of get the idea that. but And, like, you can kind of... Imagine? Yeah. It's, 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 it's subscribe. It's the idea that, like, it's not that you are, you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't watch it like a movie. It's not no. like that. Yeah. But you, like, can pull on the history of the object that you're touching and, like, learn where it's been. So if you use somebody's personal computer the entire time, you're like, oh, they watch porn on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hmm, no, actually not, because that's not the history of the object, the history of the, the data within the object. If I was touching, like... So they'd be like, oh, they were masturbating during Yes, this. I wouldn't... Yes, exactly, Jeremy. You would not see the porn there. Saying if you were touching you'd your see key, them masturbating. Their keyboard, you'd be like, ah, oh, this keyboard has been with them through many things. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, and they're touching themselves. Now they're, now they're doing homework? Wait, did they stop in the middle of watching porn, watch another YouTube video, then went back to the porn? Hmm. What a weird thing for them to do. I bet they were imagining fucking that porn, that uh, YouTube personality. <laughs> that's that's what you're describing to me but, right now. So they stopped in the middle of doing math homework, looked up porn, took their dick out, then went back to doing the math homework. I don't want to touch this keyboard anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's... I feel like <laughs> you just don't want to touch much in other people's – like, you don't want to touch stuff in this world. I mean, you have to be more careful about it. I, I think you don't want but, to. Well, no, I mean, Jeremy, you're saying you don't want to because we live in our world where we hate to know things about other people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. In this world, you are forced to. Yeah. Like, when you are – when you are – I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Are people objects? No. Okay. No, Jeremy. People are not objects. <laughs> You know what I mean. D- does the psychometry uh, no. work on them? No, it works on their like their clothes, though. Okay. I think I think also it depends on the importance on that object. Okay. Like, let's be honest. A keyboard, you'll be you probably actually won't get that much out of it. Now, if that person's been like, this keyboard's been with me since I've been five years old, they're probably gonna get a lot. Yeah. Like part of the idea of of um of uh, psychometry. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> now you're using mine of psychometry. Is that um, is that the longer a person has an object, the more of their soul goes into it. Oh, that's terrifying. No, 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 no. I don't mean that literally no, soul. No, you said it. No, no. <laughs> Jeremy, it's a Objects meta- drain your essence, no. everybody. Run. No, no. It does not drain your es- essence. Replicates your a- essence. Oh, so it grows. Yeah, so you don't so lose So if I it. held something my whole life, a rock would become me. No. <laughs> no, Jeremy. That's not how a soul works. <laughs> Isn't it? You said it replicates it. No, in in the sense like, so this is this is the this is weird to say real world psychometry. Yeah, is the is the it's it's much like how a barometer measures baromos. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it measures bariatric <laughs> pressure. Yeah, bromos. No, not bariatric. That's a different word. Yeah, but and a, yeah. And a, a, a thermometer like measures heat, and the barometer measures <laughs> measures thermos. Yeah, it measures how many thermos you have. Yeah. Much like those things measure those. An odometer measures your odor. Yeah, you're... Ooh. I'm doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm nailing yeah, it. you're nailing That's it. what these all are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like all those things measure those things, um, what the uh, <laughs> what the psychometry, um, what, what a psychometer would do... Measures your mental craziness? Soul. Because it's based off of the Greek word psych, which means soul. Yeah, but the joke was that... Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. But, but like, the joke had to end at a certain point because I actually was going towards the point. No! <laughs> I know. It sucks when we have to lose the joke to do a, a point. Yeah. So, no, the, um, the idea is that the longer that an object is around people, mm-hmm. the more of their essence or their soul or their, like, that thing will, like, infest the object... Which okay, means that so you can read that. So, like, what if, would what would like a monument be like? A monument, you would. Be, I think touching a monument would be like going on some like crazy acid trip. Okay, because you are getting the history of like everything at that point. Yeah, that happened around that monument. Yeah, you're not actually getting the history of the monument of what I mean, the monument is probably mo- like I mean, representing, right? No, no, not what's representing. Like, you're not. You you might get how somebody felt about Abraham Lincoln. But well, you're not going to, like, 
see Abraham Lincoln. Well, the, I mean, I think the thing is that, like, in this world, those type of monuments that are just like, this is to commemorate this thing, aren't as big. Yeah. What's actually more important is having something that's like, this is a rock that was, you know, from the Berlin Wall. Yeah. And you can just go up and you can touch the Berlin Wall rock. Yeah. And, and you feel, feel all the weird shit that happened And you can there. feel that, like, all the time on that wall. And the thing is, it happens so fast that yeah. I think, like, it's dangerous for something like that. Yeah. Like, touching an actual, like, ancient artifact that's been, like, everywhere, like, <laughs> you could potentially die. So what you're telling me is that there are ancient artifacts of great power that are dangerous. There's there's an <laughs> Indiana Jones warehouse yeah. somewhere in this world. Dude. Dude, Jeremy, in this world, museums are kick-ass. Oh, you're right. Too far, I really like museums. I think museums are kick-ass. But in this world, they're super kick-ass. Do not touch the displays. As I would say, they're buck Yeah. You know, it says, do not touch the display unless you are ready for this shit. Yeah. Which, yeah. unfortunately, means a lot of the stuff will, like, like you'll lose some of it because people keep touching things to be bad. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's, like, gloves. The glove is very, very thin. You can still, like, feel it. I don't know. I think in this world, touch touch is a double-edged sword in this world, right? Yeah. So there are certain things that are safe to touch. Somebody else's hand, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Um, you're probably not going to get – most utensils are probably disposable yeah. because you don't want to get imi- – well, like you don't want to activate your – well, I guess well, is it activatable or is this everything you touch? I think, I think it's activatable – like – so much of this importance of this, it comes off of the idea of the soul entering the object. Okay. Or being replicated in the object. So the idea is that if you, t- if you touch a piece of the Berlin Wall, doesn't matter what you want to happen. You are going to experience all that stuff. Because there's so much in there's it. there's so much in it. Okay. If you touch Genghis Khan's, like... Codpiece. Bo- codpiece. If you touch Genghis Khan's codpiece, you now know who all his kids are. Buck wild. Buck it is buck wild. It is everybody. I would by even the say way. that that's fuck wild. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> next level. That's next level. Um, but like, Jeremy, if I was to touch your shirt, yes. I would have to focus really, really hard to get anything out of that. Yeah. Because you don't care about that shirt that much, I presume. Well, it covered- it's kind of nice. I got it when I was in New Zealand. Oh, I mean, but that's different, Jeremy. Yeah. If, if you feel like, and if someone has like, oh, this is shirt, this is my favorite shirt. I wear, you know, when I, this is my lucky shirt. This is the shirt I first got laid Don't touch that shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, if you care about the object, your soul enters it more. Yeah. Like, if, like, the shirt that I'm wearing is just, it, uh, it, it co- just covers your body. Yeah, it covers my nakedness. <laughs> that's all this shirt is used for. If you, if someone touched it, they could focus really, really hard, and maybe they would know that I once ate breakfast in this shirt. Yeah. But there's no feelings in this shirt. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is that the rock I have that I got from my sensei from when I was, like, six years old that yeah. I've had since I was six, yeah. don't touch that rock because you're just going to get a whole bunch of shit from it. I mean, it it depends if I want to learn that stuff. Yeah, like the tr- like the idea of like giving something to someone is so much of a stronger thing in this world because it also allows them to get, learn about you. I guess they can. Well, that's only with personal stuff. But yeah, you, you can. That you can't lie about that in this world. No, you, you can't be like. This is the Game Boy my grandma got me before she died. I'd like you to have it. <laughs> then you touch it and you're like, bullshit, you bought this at a Bond store one week ago. This is Amazon. Uh, <laughs> you lied to me in an obvious way. You know we can all do this. Yeah. I do not think forward. I thought you weren't going to check it. <laughs> <laughs> when did I check it? You told me that nice story. Of course well, I checked it. I don't know. It's kind of a sad story. She died. 
But it could be it's sad and beautiful. It's melancholy. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Come on. I'm glad man. we had this discussion. <laughs> I think we're closer to the person. You lied to me. Now you know that. <laughs> and now we're closer. Now we're closer. You know my lie. <laughs> I love you. My Nana's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that this world that you just that like it's hard to get away with lies about things. Yeah, someone could find out a way. I mean, that's also how you like like crimes in this world are probably solved pretty quickly. Like, it, so long it, as you have the murder weapon, yeah. yeah. Because like you have to imagine that like killing someone with a murder weapon that instantly puts like a huge chunk of a soul into it yeah i I feel like it's an emotional thing to kill somebody yeah the other thing is that if they find a murder weapon that doesn't have a strong input you're like oh shit this is like a murder like this is a serial killer yeah i mean uh, with presumably with that one you might get huh that'd be weird because would you get the dead persons no i don't think so because they're not touching it right yeah maybe the bullet you could take The, the bullet out of them the 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 difficult thing I think about that, which, man, I kind of, that would be a cool show, though might actually be a show. Um, the person who has to, like, touch the objects to, like, figure out who killed them is literally getting into the mind of the, of the killer. Yeah. Like, they are getting everything about them. Yeah, you know what they're feeling. Yeah. Like, why they're, presumably, you can extrapolate from what they're feeling why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Like, right? Like, if you just have intense murderous rage, you're like, oh, this was a crime of passion. Yeah. Right? But if you have, like, somebody getting off, you're like, this person is fucked up. Yeah. And that, and you feel that. Like, psych, like the way that you see psychometry being um, presented in, um, in a lot of, like, content, the person gets emotional. Yeah. Like, like, they are getting the emotions from the object. Yeah. Like, when it's a big historical object, you probably don't get super amount of emotions because there's too many emotions. Yeah. Um, you probably just go catatonic. Yeah. You gotta be careful touching the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I the mean... Sphinx? I, <laughs> well, but, I mean, like, the, what specific, something specifically specific would have to happen with the Sphinx. Yeah. A bunch of people died building it. Kevin. Yeah, so that's what I say. Is like, I guess you'd probably get just like, yeah, like those things. Yeah, I mean, it, it would work with buildings as well. It would absolutely. I, I almost want to say that they're forcing that unless if the building is like historically important, you probably wouldn't get too much of it because there's too many people. Like, I mean, if it's beside a bar, you probably touch it and you're like, oh, a lot of people peed on this. <laughs> right where my hand is. Uh, ah, I'm gonna go wash it. Well, it's, just, it's sort of the thing where it's like, yes, if something's important, like historically important, everyone thinks of it that one way, then you can sort of get the feeling. Like going back to the Berlin Wall, you'll yeah. get certain feelings of the Berlin Wall. But I think if you just touch that apart, that like office building downtown, and maybe there's a murder in there. Maybe you'll get like these weird feelings of like, oh no, a murder happened. Yeah, yeah. But you also could just get like a lot of nothing. Like it's, it's possible. Man, I guess that means like when you move into a new place. <laughs> Right. Yeah. You stand there and you like touch the walls and the floor because yeah. you have to un- you have to know what how it feels. Yeah. Right. You probably don't want to live in a place where people are fucking upset at each other all the time. Yeah. I mean, th- that's sort of how the um the uh the realtor or like when you're going to the realtor, they're like, all right, come to this house. So it's it, it's a it's a it's a nice two floor building and I, yeah. it's got you know good amount of bathrooms. Like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to touch the floor right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the feelings out of it. Yeah. Really, in this world, a fixer upper is a world that like is sorry. Um, in this world, a house is a fixer-upper. 
It's like a house that bad shit happened. Bad shit happened. You're like, you know what? I can put good feelings in this house. Yeah. Which, oh my god, can you imagine like a flip this house TV show? Where instead of like going to a house, we're just gonna throw parties every day. Yeah, instead of being like, instead of like going to a house and being like, okay, well, there's cockroaches down here, and there's a dead body over there, and that appears to be some sort of ghost floating around. Uh, I've not watched many of these shows, but that's what it's like, right? In, uh, sure. Yeah, all right. Instead, you'd be <laughs> walking to a house and be like, oh yeah, so, someone had a real bad time in this house. Yeah. All right. Well, we're don't worry, don't worry. We're gonna buy this house for a lower price. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna it. replace all the drywall, and then and then we're gonna have just parties in here. Just party it for up, like two weeks straight. Just have good times. We're gonna get a baby born. We're gonna in be here. chase parties because the family's moving in here. Yep. We're gonna, we're gonna have a baby born here to get the miracle of life. This one's gonna be a frat house, so we're gonna hold a couple orgies. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're gonna like that. They're gonna love that shit. They're gonna love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that the price of uh, your this house... Ha- this house was built by a master craftsman. He meditated while he did it. It's very peaceful in here. Yeah, I like the idea that the price of the house is also based on, like, the feelings you get from the house. Well, yeah, because probably when you're out and about, because touch is so important. Because, yeah. like, it's not just your hands, right? Um, Like, you can yeah. activate it, but it's not just your hands. It's probably skin. Like, yeah. it's probably skin, let's be clear. So, people are probably wearing gloves. You probably have yeah. a lot more coverage just because open skin is kind of dangerous well it's not dangerous it's a hassle like yeah. you like it wasn't with this world being this is a thing that every person can do and they've been doing it for their entire life well i mean is there everything that at a certain point you just don't want to deal with here's it. the thing kevin if we have established that if you touch something that is just really emotionally charged very historically or politically important yeah right if someone takes a pebble from the berlin wall yeah and chucks it at you and it bounces off your neck you go catatonic um, right, I'm, we've I, established that. I am willing to say that part of it, it, part of it, might be based on size, not to a huge extent, but I, but like Jeremy, there's dust floating through the air. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like if like you like move your hand and a, like dust goes over your hand from the Berlin Wall, you're all of a sudden going to catatonic. Yeah, I think. I know this sort of seems like a cheap out considering how you brought something out, but I think size has something to do with it. Okay, like touching a chunk of the Berlin Wall, like. Like, I think there's an upper limit. Like, I think a right, chunk but if of some, the Berlin Wall. If somebody wall, took, like, because there's important documents, right? <laughs> if someone tricked you into touching a giant rock and you're like, oh, what's that? Then, yeah, you have a catatonic. Well, I think it's also, like, it probably, like, the Berlin Wall, I think, is very large. So yes. You need a very large piece to get a yeah. strong reaction. Yeah. But what if something was small and important? Like, like, like a pen from the signing of some important documents. Like the Constitution of Independence in the United yeah. States. If someone was able to tear off a corner of that. And touch that to And touch somebody, that to you, you feel catatonic, it. Yeah, you feel Probably, it. right? I mean, I don't know if that's as catatonic. Like, I mean, like, I'm just thinking this is a great way to kidnap people in this world. <laughs> I, yes. Or like take out a business rival. Well, yeah. I mean, I like the idea of a pen that's like that's been used to like sign, I don't know, like hitman contracts or something yeah that, like you give to someone and they're like oh no i mean there's probably not a lot of emotion with that right oh, that's thing. just business kevin <laughs> so you feel nothing you feel nothing because it's business nothing. it's business <laughs> it's business time <laughs> time to kill this person <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say it's time for business that's why they call business socks <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you have to you have to be a little more careful with the things that you touch. You don't know what yeah. they're going to mean. Like, so, but I think gloves are a big thing in this world. Yeah, yeah, fancy gloves. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're 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 almost a necessity. Fashion gloves, Kevin. They're, they're almost a necessity. Like you, yeah. you're going to want to like watch out for that. Yeah, I, and also I feel like there's less safety rails. This is, this is a weird thing to say, Jeremy. I might saw this now. I think. I, I think definitely it's skin on skin. Yeah. But since we were already talking about a scale, I just can't imagine someone taking their knee, placing it against, like, a rock and being like, ah, I understand things now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, wait, I have a question. Of course, yeah. So you're saying it's the importance of the object. Um, n- not. Does that mean that this only works on, like, humans? You only get the history of humans with this object? Or no. would you get, like... The history, if you went out and touched a rock on a mountainside, yeah. would you know that a bear had, like, used it to itch its butt? No, because that's not important, Jeremy. But if, but if like, you go out and you, like, pick up and you, like, you go to rock and, like, a bear had a family there or something, then, yeah, you know the bear family. You know the, you know <laughs> you know the, the bear family? You know the Berenstein Bears? <laughs> the Berenstein Bears? Whatever, whatever the real one is, not the one that's in the alternate dimension we no longer live in. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, no. okay, so that, that answers my question. Yeah. My question it, is just, is it only human emotion that yeah, matters? In, in, and importance is a weird way of, of explaining it. It's the idea that, like, it's not, like, historically important. Yeah. Because there's things that are important that aren't historically important. That's why we talk about, like, a shirt. Yeah. Like, a shirt's a good example of it. Because if you just wear that shirt to cover your naked body, it's the only reason you wear that shirt, then yeah. But people... Then people, it's just business. But there's people who are like, I have lucky socks. I have lucky underwear. I have a lucky shirt. Don't touch that lucky underwear. Mm. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> they might what they mean by lucky. Nope. But, but like, that is something that they have construed importance onto. Yeah. So if you touch it, you will get that feeling. I like the idea that was one thing we... That the big thing we learned about this world is that... The housing market will be crazy. It will be crazy. It will be very crazy. Like like getting a new house. I think m- people are very closed in this world. People, the housing market's very different in this world. I, and I think as a result of people being very closed, closed in this world, yeah. Kevin, is that our bodies are super sexualized. <laughs> I mean, but it, we're I, probably all still like Victorians. Are like, ooh, they showed their ankle to me. I mean, maybe the thing is that like. But keep in mind, when you touch a human body, you don't feel any... I mean, you feel something. But you don't feel anything. Eh, you might not feel anything. <laughs> Wait, with fake boobs? <laughs> no, that's on the inside of the boobs. Yeah, the skin's still real, the Kevin. skin's still real. I was just thinking, like, like, you know, someone got, like, you know, a penis surgery, like, penis enhancement surgery or yeah. like boob enhancement surgery. Would you be like, I feel the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> they were bored. Uh... <laughs> Oh, hey, Dr. Schmidt. Oh, God, I went to college with that guy. Oh, man. <laughs> That's ruined it. We, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> I have I have to go. Yeah. I have to go. <laughs> Did you borrow this lingerie? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you telling me that you rented the lingerie? <laughs> that's so gross. Yeah. I can, I can feel the other people who've had sex with this. Oh, wait. I'm getting a boner. And, Maybe this will work. And also, I'm going to tell you this right now. They did not clean this. Nope. Don't rent lingerie. <laughs> okay. How did you even find this? Okay, teenagers. <laughs> here's here's another like let's, let's time for us here. to explain things to you. Don't <laughs> rent undergarments. Give us a second. We're just going to um, turn our chairs around so yeah. we can talk to you. Yeah. All right. Hey there. 
Don't rent undergarments. Yeah, don't share undergarments. Don't do it. Yeah, your undergarments are for you. Yeah, those are for your genitals. They're for your stuff to use. Don't yeah. share that between each other. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, you can share shirts, though. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You can share a shirt. Yeah. You know, somebody, if you like somebody, maybe you want to wear their sweater because it smells like them. Yeah, you know, you could even, I guess, share pants, though that is... <laughs> That's skirting the line. Yeah, I mean... Like, you I've don't s- know if they peed themselves. I mean, I've seen Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Yeah. Those pants are dirty. Those are dirty, yeah. dirty pants. And they've been sharing those. They've been they've been saying those pants all across the world. Speaking of dirty, dirty pants, Kevin. Yeah? We should probably make these worlds kiss. Why are we starting with kissing? <laughs> we, we never start with kissing. Yeah, we do. No, we always make... we. Uh, we always no. We right. We do make we them. We do. We make them kiss and then we make them fight. No, we make them fight first. No, we don't. What? Kevin, go listen to our other episodes. I edit all of them. I don't want to listen to them. That's right. Do it. All right. Do it like I do it. All right. Let's just combine these worlds. <laughs> all right. So, so you got a world of deep sea physiology, deep sea physiology with also psychometry, <laughs> psychometry. Um. Obviously, it doesn't work on the water. No, no, water is not an object. I mean, it is. Here's the weird thing: like, like in this, in the the way that things decompose, like yeah. objects. I mean, decompose these usually use on organic things. Um, erode, erode. Yeah, like water does that, and touching does that. Yep. Nothing in this world's going to stay around for too long. Well, it depends how large it is, I suppose. I'm sure they would have ways of preserving things. It's yeah. probably you're probably just not. You're probably not going to a building that's a thousand years old, yeah. right? It'd probably be reclaimed by nature at that point, unless it's being constantly maintained. On the other hand, when you're underwater, you surely you don't wear gloves. No. 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 Surely you don't wear many clothes. You probably well, wear like... Yeah, you probably don't need to because the ambient temperature of the water is... Yeah, you you wear a kelp skirt. That's what you wear. Kelp skirt? Yeah, a kelp Some skirt. Some coconut bra? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Cover your nipples, dudes. Yeah, cover your nipples, dudes. Yeah, wear your coconut bras. Yeah. Coconut yeah. pasties. Uh, and when you touch that coconut bra, you're like, ah, I understand. Yes. Wait, did you rent this coconut bra? <laughs> did you not hear us just say don't share undergarments? I think this is one of the very few times where we combine the worlds and it's actually just, like, layered on top. Yeah, it's just you have... You, you have, have the psychometry world. Yeah. In the sea, basically. Yeah. You just take everything we said into... Well, I mean, you wouldn't have the the water. You wouldn't have the um, housing market, as no. we do in the second second. Well, no, world. because the housing things is a little different. Yeah. But you'd probably have a similar concept. Yeah. I mean, you, you still have the feelings from things. Yeah. Yeah. When you, go, when you go down into the deep sea and you touch things and you're like, everything's bad here! <laughs> you know what? I think, I think this is the first one we've done. Where this is actually an interesting setting for a world. Yeah. I mean, to, to, the the idea... And not just, like, crazy bullshit. Can I just say, the idea of these deep-sea people who can, like, touch objects and learn their history sounds like something that, like, a comic book would do. Where they'd yeah. be like, yeah, they're fish people. And also, they roll the dice. They touch things and know their history. Yeah. It's just like something that you would add on to it that makes no sense that we'd be like... Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah, no, but it I works. It works. Yeah, because yeah. that happens all the time in sci-fi. They like yeah. they create a they create an alien race and they're like this race is a bug race. Okay, and so also... now we have the title for your next book and also the setting, Kevin. <laughs> Camouflaged in coral, and it's these 
like <laughs> fish people who can tell the history of objects. I still like the idea that it's the child who hides in the core. All these fish people are just secondary characters. Yeah, very very well fleshed out secondary characters. Yeah, but have no relevance. To the Almost plot. like there's been some some other sort of piece of media explaining them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's make them fight now. Okay, well, I mean, the fish people win. Yeah. The other people have no offensive abilities. I mean, neither do the fish people, but they can drown the psychometry people. Actually, you know what? I mean, here's the thing. We have actually a very serious question to ask here. Yeah. Who would win? Underwater people or land people? That's really what the question is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, land people have guns. I Here's the thing. I think, I think the land people can't... <laughs> Get to all the ocean people, Jeremy. If there's anything, I think that I think it's just a stalemate. Jeremy, I think they just live together. No, Jeremy. If there's anything I've learned that land people can do, it's fuck up the ocean. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, I think the land people win. Like, if the goal is not to survive but just to destroy the other people, I mean, the thing is, the land people need the ocean. Once again, if the goal is not to survive, yeah. And also, if this is literally wait, we're, we're talking about a matrix situation we, here never, where they literally like scuttle their own survival to win. We've never decided whether or not this when we make these worlds fight, if it's two worlds fighting across the planet, or if it's one world with these one two world, people on it, two people on it, because that really matters. Because in this point, in this case, I mean, we could say this: if it's the same world, they both lose. <laughs> but, well, it's the same world; they both lose, or neither of them win. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was going to say mutual destruction or mutual tolerance. I was going to say they both lose or they both lose, but the water people lose a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if they're because two different plates, the land people win. Cause yeah. Because if there's one thing people can do, it's fuck up the, the ocean. ocean. They'll just walk over. They'll just keep dumping their stuff over into the other side. Yeah. They'll be like, we don't need to fight. I'm just going to keep throwing my waste here. And the people in the ocean are like, hey. Stop that! And they're like, well, why don't you go and blub about it? Well, I, well, here's the thing. Once they started doing that, I feel like the ocean people would get very aggressive. What, what I, already, I already said, they're not so great with the sun. Yeah. Well, that just means they come out at night. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Gotta watch out for those fish people I coming out like, at like night. I feel like this is one of the ones where it's just like there's horrible casualties on both sides <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, but I like the idea that the live people are just taking, playing the long game of just polluting the ocean. <laughs> yeah, let's use your world as a science experiment for our horrible choices. Um, <laughs> yep. And yeah. then, then, then after they kill them all, they walk in and they touch a barrel and they're like, yeah, we fucked them up. We, we did it. Yeah, we, we did, did it, you guys. We did it. Let's all go back through that portal and never talk about this again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a sea of bodies. Just yeah, floating. just floating. Desiccated corpses everywhere. Uh, <laughs> if you like that episode, please give us a rating review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, whatever your podcast of choices. We'd really appreciate yeah, it. And you can talk to us. Yeah, you can tweet at us. Yeah. I'm at Mighty Fuse. I'm at Strongman K. Weir. Or you can tweet at the podcast, at Third Space Cast. Yeah, we love hearing from you. That's right. You can give us ideas for topics like Ethan. <laughs> and Ethan. <laughs> And we've had we've had other topics brought like brought to our attention. We just haven't used some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else we say? We got a website. Yeah, thirdspacepodcast.com. We got an email. Thirdspacepodcast at gmail .com. We got a theme song. Battle Rock Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. That's right. Yeah. Join us next week on the Third Space, where we come to you live from the Mole People. We still need to 
find them, but we know they're out there somewhere. Well, I have this message. Oh, good. It says, come visit us, more people. Oh, good. So they're expecting us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 